You've got it pretty rough. to our Weeb There Yet, an exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dana Hollander. And I'm Brennan McCullough, your whiter-than-anime snow and contractually obligated superhero. Mm. Yeah. I mean, the, that first piece has been established knowledge. I mean, <laughs> listen to my name. It screams, I burn in the sun. <laughs> mm. I think that's Fair. all three of us, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we can't really get around that. <laughs> that's why we watch anime because the sun it hurts us, hurts my bones. Your bones, <laughs> my bones. Oh God, it's a deep oh. burn. It's a you deep, deep talk burn. Talk to someone. <laughs> yeah, you need you need a, a lead shield to go outside. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take one if anyone's offering. So, what do we have going on this week? Today, we got one of my picks, which means it's convoluted and dumb, and I love it. <laughs> I'm scared, t- because yes, that's usually the case. <laughs> <laughs> I have to pace them out, looking at the list of like what shows we're going to watch in the future. I'm like, oh, I can pick this show and this show. I'm like, no, I gotta space these out a bit. Here's a chill show, here's a dumb show, here's a fun show, here's a dumb, dumb show. I gotta, I gotta manage your expectations. Because <laughs> too many in a row, you're just gonna kick me off the podcast. I can't, I can't, can't afford that risk. Weird, because uh, most of the shows you show me make me want to kick you off the podcast. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't have started a podcast but about some anime. some of them are fun. <laughs> some of them are fun. They're, fu- they're all fun for me. That's the important yeah, fair. part. <laughs> that just big asterisk after the fun. <laughs> fun for one person. <laughs> anyway, as you can tell from the title of this episode, we're watching Darker Than Black. I don't know what this is, and I'm scared, Dana, <laughs> this, you know. This is advanced darkness. Advanced oh. darkness. Supreme darkness. No, I don't. I've heard the title, but I don't know anything. Sorry, hang on. Marshall's attacking his own ass. Let me kick him out of the room real quick. <laughs> he scream at his own ass. <laughs> Marshall, get out. Get. Gonna get. Oh, gonna wrangle a cat. Oh no, he's under the bed. <laughs> it's literally hurting oh, cats. Man. Well, okay, he's there. We'll 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 hear more from our uh, our feline correspondent, <laughs> <laughs> our field reporter. And now we cut back our to Marshall in the field. Marshall reporter. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right, uh, but yeah, uh, n- n- uh, no one but uh, Brendan knows what the show is. Yeah, yeah and that's a curse. Basically. <laughs> cool. that's, that's a bad omen. Uh, I'm surprised though because like anyone I do know who knows the show really enjoys it or like like talks highly about it and like I love it a friend of mine loves it but then it seems it seems like a good show but it just seems like no one really talks about it or knows about it but or like Dana like you've heard of it but like not much not much more than Mm. that so it's just like it's interesting how this just seems to like fly under a lot of people's radars because I think Mm. it'd be wildly popular but Maybe not. Maybe we'll find out why it isn't but wildly popular. Yeah, because what year did this come out? Oh, 
what are you asking me? Date information and research <laughs> on a podcast? You know oh, that's a bad about, move. About the show that you brought to us? You know I know nothing about anything. Uh, 2007, <laughs> it came out. Okay. Mm. So, and I'm just going to go on a limb here and say that manga's probably like 10 years earlier than that. Wow. Fair enough. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? The manga came out in 2009? What? <gasps> Backwards. Oh. oh. Yeah, maybe it was just an anime first and then became a manga, because then there is a sequel series. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. But I well, likes it. Secrets <laughs> abound. Secrets abound. All right. Well, we are watching episodes one, two, and five. Let's yeah. turn off those lights. Get it super dark. Dark viewing. Haha. <laughs> Midnight run. <laughs> I'm scared. Let's get some mood lighting. I am sick right now. I don't know if this was a fever dream or if I actually watched this. What is happening? My brain is melting. Help me, someone. <laughs> Got the good Sonic brain vibes. It's a lot, Sonic a lot. Brain. No, Sonic is an entertaining thing to have running through my head. This is, <laughs> this is just uh, nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Starting off yeah. strong. G- guess who likes this show and who doesn't <laughs> right off the bat? Yeah, uh, not surprising you this week, folks. (laughs) This isn't even one of my bad shows. This is one I genuinely enjoy. This is why I pick bad shows, because everything I like is shit on. So I'm like, let's all shit on it together then. (laughs) Uh, I'm Uh, sorry I love you, but uh, God, I I don't know what happened. That's an hour of my life. That is now an enigma <laughs> in my brain forever. I mean, there's more. There's like 20 some episodes and a sequel series and a spin off manga if you want. And they will <laughs> never be uncovered by this brain ever again. We're locking it up with the Ark of the Coven and just hiding it away. That That's my contract. By watching these three episodes, I agree to never watch it ever again. <laughs> uh, well. Let's get this. <laughs> okay. Let's discuss. Let's let's gush. So, Darker Than Black, episode one. Opens with a girl standing in a lake with a telescope looking at them stars. And that'll never be touched on upon again until like 15 episodes later. Great. Uh, <laughs> <Good stuff. laughs> I forgot. It's I a setup. I can't. It's a I don't setup. Remember. It's a long con. And then we cut to... A dude in a suit running around on top of rooftops, and the cops are chasing after him down below on the street. And then when he gets to a rooftop, he stops and he looks, seeing if he could jump or not. And the cops run up on top and corner him, pull out the guns, gotcha, punk! And he's like, cool, 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 but what if? And he makes one of the cops start floating away, and then he starts floating away, and he returns to his home planet. He's <laughs> Goodbye! Poo- he's poochy. End of series. End of se- Done. <laughs> Wrap it up. Uh... And as he's he's glowing, like his eyes are glowing red, his body's glowing blue, and he like just floats away. And uh, one of the cops like radios down to the people on the ground. And he's like, "Ah, shit! He's a contractor and a French agent." It's like, "All right, rad, <laughs> cool, and cool concepts, concepts, great, good." He had a ba- he had a packet of cigarettes in his one pocket and a big old baguette in the other. That's how you know he's French. <laughs> 
He put on a beret and laughed as he fooled. <laughs> oh, you silly oh. coppers! <laughs> and uh, the te- the detective starts uh, following him, saying like, "Oh, he's got uh, power, or he's got gravity nullification powers, and to shoot him on sight." So, little explanation. We'll get to it. Contractors have superpowers. There you go. That's just the name they gave him in this series. Okay. So, the guy in the suit lands on the rooftop. And uh, when he lands, he, like, rolls over. So, for the bingo card, I counted this as sitting on top of a rooftop. I know that's typically for, like, high schoolers. (laughs) No, no, I'll I'll, I'll give you that. Okay, because I got bingo with that one. So I'm taking it. (laughs) Uh, So we got the French man in the suit sitting on the rooftop, and he's kind of huffing and puffing after using his powers, and he takes his ring finger and just snaps it in half. It's like, oh, no. And he takes his pinky and snaps it in half. It's like, oh, no. Hated that. <laughs> yep, that was bad. That was a bad time had by all. It's a good way to introduce you to the show. <laughs> the sound was bad. Hated the sound of him, like, stretching his <laughs> finger back. Like, even more than the crunch. <laughs> it was, like, Terrible. a straining to get there. And uh, then we just hear a voice from out of nowhere. He's like, ah, oh, that's, co- that's your price for your contract? That's rough, buddy. And he starts freaking out, looking around. And the guy in the suit sees this little ghosty face called a specter uh coming out of a bucket of water and he's like ah fuck i've been made and starts running and then so we see a badass tuxedo mask show up and Mm. he wraps him up with like this grappling hook thing and he's got like a dagger attached to the wire and he's just asking where it is uh and the guy in the suit says like oh a girl has it where is it where are they he's basically batman uh he's a poorer batman uh Mm. and then we see uh, a girl with her hands in water, I think. And she says, like, the cops are coming. She's a doll. They're able to look through specters, which was that little ghosty thing. And she can look through specters through water. It's There's a lot of stuff here. I'm sorry. Wow, I wish <laughs> at any point any of this was explained in the actual text of the show. I mean, I got to... I mean... Huh? Not in this part, but, like, in the second episode, I was like, all right, context clues piecing it together i like shows that take a little effort because i don't do any in my own free time anyway uh <laughs> the guy sees uh Spectre. let's info dump everything except the weird <laughs> <trippy> shit <laughs> explanations let's info dump all the bureaucratic bullshit of the government <laughs> but not the superpowers that no one has any context for uh and so the guy in the suit the french agent he's like no you need me alive like like i can help you out you gotta save you know you gotta keep me alive and the guy in the mask is like yeah, all you contractors say that. You just want to live. Like, that's your only priority. It's like, that's, that's, like, most people's priority. Like, I don't <laughs> feel like that's exclusive to contractors. And we see him, like, grab the guy's head, and he's, like, trying to crush it. And we hear some, we hear that voice from off-camera again say, like, no, you gotta keep him alive. And then it cuts to uh, the detective, or the chief, driving along. And we see a star fall, like, in the sky. Uh and then one of the like, detectives calls the chief and tells her that, like, oh, the star just went down, which is when a contractor dies, a star falls. The contractor's lives are tied to the stars. So, it's, yeah. That's the gayest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I legitimately believe the creator of this series was just, like, an astrology major or astronomy major in college because there's no reason for any of this stuff to be tied to stars. We're all made of stardust. There's literally no reason, like, after watching all of the series and stuff, and I love it, but there's no reason it's tied to stars. 
Great. <laughs> Good thing to establish two seconds in the to the show. <laughs> uh, and then we get this big info dump about the Hell's Gate and contractors and dolls. Basically, shit happened one day. No one knows why. And a big explosion happened. They quarantined it. And then the giant gate around it, they call it Hell's Gate. And then after that explosion happened, contractors, people with powers, and dolls, soulless vessels that can connect with spirits, showed up. And that's the plot. This is like, this is like Ergo Proxy, because Big Wall. And it's (laughs) also like Attack on Titan, because Big Big Wall. Wall. (laughs) And also, like, it seems like everything's fine on the outside. And spoilers for Attack on Titan, everything's fine on the outside. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I love M. Night Shyamalan's The Village. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. I... Deeply enjoy the show. I forgot how convoluted it is right away. <laughs> so. Can can I also uh, mention because uh, we talked about uh, Hell's Gate uh, being mm-hmm. in. Uh, there's two gates. One's Hell's Gate in Japan, yep. and there's also uh, the unfortunately titled Heaven's Gate in <laughs> South America, <laughs> which I'm sure in 2007 they're like, "Hey, Heaven's Gate should." Uh, should we do a cursory Google to make sure this doesn't mean anything else? And they're like, nah, that's nah, fine. Nah, nah, nah that's we're fine. good. Nah. We're good. What could that no, mean? no actual people died from this. This is nah. fine. It's okay. Nah. What's the big deal? Uh, yeah. So there's a heaven and hell's game. <laughs> uh, and then we get the opening song, which it ain't bad. Not crazy about it, but it ain't bad. Oh, I don't even so, remember it. I'm so it's sorry. It's so long. <laughs> it's a minute and a half. It's so long. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's a reason I skipped in the other two episodes. <laughs> uh, and we come back to the police station, and the cops are giving a breakdown. Found out the guy in the suit, uh, the French uh, gravity guy, his name was Louis, and find out he's dead. So, tuxedo mask killed him, apparently. Big rips to Louis. And uh, <laughs> they say he was like a French secret ops, or like black ops agent, sort of, or like a secret uh, investig- investigatory team. Why am I choosing words I can't say? There's other words I can use. I mean, uh, that's you on this show <laughs> talking about any character. Shit. <laughs> uh, so they say like, "Oh, Louis's dead," uh, but the only thing we found when we did the autopsy is he had a bro- like two broken fingers. Like we have no other reason why he's dead. So it's like, here's uh, my question, right? If if that's the price for him using his powers, mm-hmm. are like are like all of his bones broken? <laughs> Or did they just fix after that? Because that's not much of a price. But also, right. it's like My Hero Academia. He's Deku. He's Deku. He can't <laughs> break his fingies. <laughs> well, it's like a contract. Sometimes his leg. Sometimes his legs. Uh, yeah, it's like a contractor. Like, they'll have the price, but like some of the prices are too steep. So it's like, hey, I have powers. I just never use them because I don't want to eat an entire bowling ball, which is my contract. <laughs> So Who like gives them these things. Yeah. Yeah, oh where God. where do the terms of these contracts come from? Because some of them are like, yeah, that, that's that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. You could totally do that every yeah. single day. And but, others. Yeah. There it's just once they use their powers, the people just feel compelled to do the thing and it's like OCD, like they can't stop until they do that thing. So I hate that. It's not like a, gono- a negotiation thing. Like they just have to do it. It's for no reason. <laughs> Ugh. I hate that. Yeah, that's that's rough. That's that's why uh, it's a contract. 
but then you get powers. But, um, like, the range is so weird. Later on, we see someone like has to piece. chug a beer, and this guy's breaking several fingers. <laughs> you can make it rain whenever you want, and then you got a shotgun this Guinness, brah! Or yeah, sick, you can, like, homie. float away, and you have to smash your hand into a pulp. So, yeah, contractors. Them's weird. Uh, anyway, at this police precinct, like, breakdown, someone suggests, like, oh, the Reaper... Uh, might have had something to do with it. Like the rumors, there's this contractor going around killing uh, other people, like a hit, like a specialized hitman. So that's the Reaper BK two hundred one. It's the star Burger designation. King. Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the police are also talking about the scientists are looking into who's involved with Pandora, which is the organization that's investigating contractors, dolls, and Hell's Gate and all this stuff. Uh, apparently she was a scientist there and she ran away and like is in hiding so they got to figure out what's happening with her and if the reaper is looking for her now and then we get like another info dump there's a lot of info dumps i've already given a few myself in this podcast uh about the contractors and dolls and all this stuff is supposed to be kept secret from the general public except there's a giant ass wall and like the skyscapes painted on it and stuff so like people could see it um but with this wall and with uh, Hell's Gate and stuff, they have ME technology, which is just the deus ex machina bullshit term that they just don't feel like explaining like anything else. And if any citizen finds out too much, they erase their memories. Somehow. Real Perfect. men in black flashing shit. Yeah. Hey, men in black didn't explain it. We're not either. Yeah. So, we cut to a guy showing up at We're a not gonna park. explain anything else in this show, so... <laughs> This is the least of your worries. Why start here? <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta enjoy the ride. Just don't think too hard. Just go with it. But this show makes you word. feel like you should be ver- <laughs> like they sh- they're like think about your existence, buddy. And it's like no thanks. Mm-hmm. You're not what. <laughs> uh, so we cut to some guy showing up in his new apartment. Landlord mistakes him for a bunch of different people. Thinks he's like the TV repairman. He comes in. He says. He's trying to explain he's not. Starts hitting the TV, and the TV like shot like shorts out like with electricity and smokes, and it fixes it. So it's like, oh, weird. Turns out this boy's name is Lee Shangshin, and is new to the city. And uh, sounds fake. Yeah, there's no. That's way- the guy from Mulan. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> and uh, he's new to the city, and he's here for school. So like the landlord's like, ah, you're a student. I know how you get. You can have some fun, but nothing too crazy, kid. Ha ha ha. She's a saucy old lady. And uh, since he's a student and he's there for school in that new city, I'm counting that as transfer student. Check. Uh, <laughs> I'll take what I can get. And right as he gets there, he sees his neighbor uh, le- uh, leaving her apartment. And he's like, oh, hi, I'm new. And she just like runs off. It's like, okay. And then we got a shot of uh, this like old frumpy guy with like a little Irish cap sitting in a cafe smoking with an earpiece. And he's like, he's in. Now we'll see if our Black Reaper can find his mark. It's like, ooh. Dun dun dun! I mean, he's it's his name's Juan. It's you know, he's not super important like everything else <laughs> in the show. Uh, Lee looks around at his new place and he settles in. And then we cut to like a commercial bumper and we cut back to two cops at a hostess club. And this is where I got a question: Does the hostess club count for titties on the bingo card? I mean, uh, she has side boob. Yeah, like they're emphasized, but we don't it's not full see on. full titty. Gotcha. Your bingo is just as convoluted as the <laughs> show. <laughs> All right, 
Due to the laws, you can call this a titty. (laughs) I mean... Is this a titty? Damn titty? Question mark? No, my my bingo is technically not an incest, info dump, sitting on a rooftop, and delicious cartoon food, which we get to later. So, the bingo's Mm -hmm. legit. All the Mm -hmm. other stuff is just nonsense. Like the show. Uh, Anyway, Hostess Club, cops are there. They're undercover, pretending they're not undercover. And they're trying to get info on the scientist who they think might be around here. Turns out it's the hostess they're talking to. It turns out she's also Lee's neighbor that we saw earlier. Crazy. Nani. And uh, so she figures out what they're doing. She tells, like, the guards, like, at the hostess club, like, hey, if these guys try to come after me, slow them down. And that's when she runs off. And then the the cops fall after her and the guards stop them exactly as planned. And as she's running away, uh, she's trying to find a place to hide from these cops. And she bumps into Lee, who's out in the park with his telescope, because he's a big old nerd. And uh, Lee takes her side and pretends like they're a couple, like, making out to cover her from the cops. uh, So she can lose her trail. And uh, then after they're gone and they have a minute to talk, she asks, like, oh, why are you even looking up at the stars? Like, they're all fake. The real ones are gone. And it's just like... (laughs) So this moment I remember, I'm like, oh, man, they don't... They don't tell you anything. <laughs> oh <my> nope. <laughs> yeah, just like this is when I started feeling bad for you to watching this. Yeah, it's like, oh fuck, fucking, they're <laughs> fake stars. Why does this matter? Fine, it, fine. It, it doesn't though. It does. <laughs> I watched the whole series. And it doesn't. Then well, why did they base so much <laughs> shit on it? I don't. I think he just has an astronomy degree because there's nothing. Anyway. Because, uh, like, it's not even, like, detailed, like, <laughs> oh, this uh, this constellation, like, the the symbolism of these stars being so far apart. It's just, like, yeah, stars, cool. Uh, this <laughs> this star is called, like, BK69. Sweet. Yeah. Fucking nice. dope. All right. <laughs> they could have oh, had it a star fell. <laughs> cool. It's, like, not even, like, uh, astronomy <laughs> stuff. Yeah, it's not even You detailed. know what that means. An angel got its wings. <laughs> They could have just had it anytime a contractor died, a star fell like in the background, like the camera pans up and you see it fall, and never address it. But if the fans piece it together, cool. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be like the D plot of this entire show because it it does not pay off. No, this is like the T plot. There is so <laughs> much shit they're trying to cram in here. Yeah, I love it. Uh, anyway, uh, she talks to Lee and he's like, "Oh, I'm your neighbor, new neighbor." She's like, "Cool, I'm not tying you into this. I'm out," and runs off. And then Lee gets a very disgruntled look in his eyes and it's like, oh no. Uh, and then she runs off and hides and then sees the cops are still chasing her. And then uh, a guy shows up. I forget his name. I'm going to call him. John. 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 Because he's also Jean? French. John. Um, he shows up and he's like, hey, Louis out. I'm your new contact. Let's roll. He said, we got to move the stuff. She's like, nah, Louis wouldn't say that. What's happening? Uh, and she's like, something's, something's different about you, Jean. I don't trust you. And that's when he gets clubbed over the back of the head with a telescope by Lee, who's now a stalker. And uh, he saves her, and they run off again. And uh, as they're running, she's trying to explain, like, no, we, you know, better not getting involved. I'm in some shit. And as they're running, uh, the guy that Lee attacked just appears in the bridge they're on, like, in the wall of the bridge. And bust out of it like the Kool-Aid man. And then he pushes Lee over the bridge and onto the train tracks. And Lee's dead forever. But he's Oh, not. no. He's oh, the main characters. Man. 
I'm sure he'll never pop up again. No. I'm sure he's definitely not that guy in the mask we saw earlier. What? Who told you? My brain. (laughs) (laughs) It's obvious. Everyone has the same hair. It sticks forever. Um... So then, uh, yeah, so the guy gets the uh, lady, and she wakes up in a warehouse. She sees three guys just sitting around talking, and the guy that attacked her is a contractor. That's how he's able to teleport into stuff. And his contract is he has to take all these little pebbles and line them up in, like, a, like, it was like a 5 by 8 grid or something. And he has to do it anytime he uses his powers. And he has no idea why, but he's compelled to do it. Uh, and this is when he tells her, like, oh, yeah, Louie, super dead. You're got your buddy, your boy you're in deep with dead now you're in with us and she's like oh no and she's trying to get out <laughs> oh jeez oh boy oh, oh beans. no uh and she uh, tries to get out and they're like ah oh, you can't get out that door's locked it's like a high grade lock and then we should see a shot of uh yin i know her name because i watched the show we definitely don't get it in this episode or don't ever get in any of them ever uh she's sitting with her feet in the water and then we see the specter pop up out of the sink in the warehouse the girl's being held in and the guy sees that, he's like, ah, shit, we got a specter watching us. The lights go out, the door, the lock on the door shorts out, uh, and then the lady runs. And then all the guys go chasing after her, and then a cat attacks them. And then Blondie says, huh, this wasn't a coincidence. It's like, I hope not. It's a very bad run of luck. Uh, and then right as the lady's running away, Lee shows up again to save her. Again. Whoa. Thank God. And that's episode one. And then we get the ending, which is also not bad. Not amazing, though. I'll be honest, I skipped it every time. Not surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, episode two. Here we go. Uh, this is where, uh, girl says, uh, when you see a falling star, that means a contractor died. (laughs) They took the stars when they showed up in the city, and they're the stars now. (laughs) And I guess that's all they felt they had to explain if they don't explain it ever. (laughs) Yeah, like... This makes no sense. Are they manifestations of the stars? Are they tied to a being that is now the star that ate the other star? (laughs) Honestly, all of those things could be plausible because we don't ever learn. Yep. (laughs) Um... And then uh, she talks about how people don't know about the contractors, and if they find out about the contractors, the government erases their memory. Uh-huh. Info um, And then she, yeah, glad I had this one. <laughs> and then she tells Lee that she worked for the government, and when she was younger, she saw a contractor kill her parents. <gasps> Ooh. Dun-dun-dun. Uh, and then we see the cops... In their, like, briefing room or their little whatever. Precinct. And they're talking about John and what he can do. And then they talk about Burger King 201 <laughs> or whatever it is. That's fair. That's fair. Um, and then they, uh, Lee and girl get back to her apartment. But it's been ransacked. Oh, and then she, uh, starts crying. Um, cause you know. <laughs> She's on the Sucks. run from criminals. Sure. Yeah. I wonder. Um, I wonder if she was just real messy, and it's like, oh no, your place got ransacked. It's like, yes. That's oh what no! <laughs> it Bitch, never you looks live like, like this. this? <laughs> um. Well, that's the thing. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Go into so, it. Just go no, nuts. No, I won't. No, I won't yet. <laughs> um. 
so so she starts crying and then she's like none of this feels real i can't believe this and I'm like, girl, you were working with the government on some pretty heavy stuff. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. were actively researching all this shit. What do you mean? You, and you ran away from it. What do you mean you can't believe this is happening? This is your fault. This is exactly what would happen. Uh, and then she asks him not to leave because he was like, I'll grab what you can change, like me in my apartment. But then he did, you know, whatever. Yeah. This is supposed to be romantic. I don't know. Yeah. Um. And then they're in his apartment laying on the floor because he doesn't have furniture. He moved there that day. Um, yeah. And then she, uh, she gets deep and she's like, oh, let's reflect on my life for a minute. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I've only been living in this building for two weeks, but I can't remember living anywhere else. <laughs> uh, and she used to work in a lab and now she works in a hostess club. But it didn't matter anyway because Louis was going to come take her away from all of this. But now that's not happening because he's dead. Mm-hmm. So now she like has to start over. And he's like, what are you going to do now? And she's like, I don't know. Louis's the one that had the answers. I'm just a dumb woman. <laughs> but also a scientist with all the critical information. This is so wild. I mean, she's I, she, she's like supposedly a genius, probably, but we see none of that. I mean, we we see later on she's a doll, so she only has implanted memories of the last. Hey, yeah. I'm just saying that's the spoilers. Spoilers for shit. I this didn't is even my episode. Really care about. <laughs> I just have in my um, notes. She reflects on life and everything up to this point, and Lee exists there as well. <laughs> he's just like he doesn't say anything. He's just laying there. Yeah. He doesn't give a shit. No, he's just a college student. Don't mind um, me. I'm just laying sexy on the floor venting. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Lee is like, "Hey, let's run away together. Check yes, Juliet." <laughs> um, and then he's like, "It was fate that we ran into each other." I'm like, "Boy, you laying it on." <laughs> thick if a boy said that to me i'd be like you're shitting me right now you're out of your mind um and she's like that's crazy they've seen your face they're gonna come after you but he doesn't like he knows this yeah obviously that's why we'd run away together can i really trust you and i'm like no you cannot (laughs) don't (laughs) absolutely not poor choice um so here here they hear footsteps and uh, the detectives get to her apartment next door. And this is where I was like, what do you mean the detectives aren't the one that ransacked her place? Because that was I what I thought right away. I guess it was John and his fellas. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. My immediate thing was that it was the detectives because that's who we last saw were chasing after her. So, nah. bada bing. But whatever. <laughs> A baboo. Um... Detectives are at her house. Yeah, and then they leave. Uh, they go to a diner, and they're, like, discussing their game plan. Um, and he's like, I know a guy that can get us passports, but we need a lot of money. But maybe there's something we can trade for it? Hmm. I don't know. I and then she's like, oh, I know about these really important files. Is that <laughs> enough? And he's like, oh, my God, that's perfect what a coincidence what a crazy coincidence that you know about these very important government documents that i definitely didn't know about before (laughs) uh and then she tells him uh that her real name is chiaki cool we Um, don't need to learn fine 
And this is the delicious cartoon food. The waitress brings a butt ton of food. Shit. And then Chiaki uh, does some sick fat shaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but running for your life will burn the calories. Uh, it's just a really uncomfortable laugh sequence yeah they laugh for such a long time at something that isn't very funny nothing tastes as good as fleeing the police feels (laughs) (laughs) that's funnier than what she said and they they yeah they laugh for so long and i'm just sitting there being like he's fake why is he laughing like this because he's fake and then her eyes go glassy, so she has a weird moment, and then she gets up and goes to the bathroom. I have to powder my nose. Excuse me. Um, and then there's a guy in the booth behind Lee. It's the guy with the hat. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, wow, Lee, you make this look so easy, but it's pretty easy when you don't have a conscious anyway. Conch- conscience. 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 <laughs> um, and then he's like, Lee, why don't you just kill her? And then he leaves. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Uh, <laughs> will do, Dad. <laughs> Except not will do, because maybe he's falling in love with her? Ooh. Fully unclear. Um, and then uh, Jean's boys arrive at the diner. Jean's boys. Uh, and uh, Lee and Chiaki run into the kitchen, and they start shooting, and then one of them... He's also a contractor, and he uses his laser eyes to explode some dishes, uh, so shards go flying everywhere. One of them gets Lee in the arm, um, but they just run away, and they're fine. Um, And then the boys go outside, and they call Jean, presumably, saying Mm -hmm. that uh, they lost them, and that Lee is the rat. Shit. And they don't... That means... Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) It means nothing. Hey, that guy Lee's helping her out. Who's Lee? What? (laughs) Shut up. This was my favorite part of all three episodes we watched. The dude, just he crouches down and looks at some dandelions, and then he picks one and eats it. (laughs) He just puts it in his mouth and chews it up. And I'm like, bruh, same. That's the vibes. Be one with nature. You were just in a cafe. There's food in there, dude. <laughs> That's his contract. That's believe us so much. Is it? Yummy food and true? ate none yeah. of it. He has to eat. Like, what does he have to eat? Uh, dandelions, or maybe flowers in general. We don't know. This is the only episode we see him. Then why fucking this include show it? Fucking sucks. Because <laughs> it shows that he's a contractor, and it's established that all contracts have to have to pay a price, and uh. this is his price. Oh my god, there's so much more that happens. Okay. Um, where wh- Where is it? Okay, he ate the dandelion. And then we see the doll girl with her feet in the water. Kicking her feet. Um, and the two, there are two guys. One of them is the hat man. The other one is anonymous. Ooh. Um, but they talk about the situation and they're just like, Lee should fucking kill Chiaki. I don't know what he's doing. Um... And then the doll girl says that she can't see them anymore because there's no water around them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see uh, Chiaki tending to his uh, wounds by ripping some fabric and tear it and putting it around his arm. Yep. Is that still on the bingo card or was that just disgust? I, th- I think it was disgust, but we really should add it. That's such a such a staple. Yep. Um, and then he's like, you look really pale. You should try and get some sleep. You must be tired. And she's like, I am tired. I'm tired of running. Here we go again. (laughs) And then she, yeah. And then she like, she's like, "Ah, 
I haven't feel, felt safe since back then when my parents died. <laughs> it's like, we know. We can. <laughs> Let's add some uh, more shit. No one, no one cares. <laughs> well, she talks about how her parents were killed by a younger looking girl. Um, uh, but she didn't tell anybody what she saw because whatever. Not supposed to know uh, about contractors. But she didn't get her memory erased because nobody knew that she saw what happened. Um, and then Lee is like, well, why don't you just erase your memory? And she's like, the memories are who I am now. And hey, if she only has memories of the last two weeks, why would she remember her parents being dead? That was part of the implanted memories. It was but just a isn't select that a few. little suspicious when it's like, I can remember last Sunday and also like 30 years ago. <laughs> just those two things. This is who I am. I mean, she's not really thinking for herself, so. I suppose so. Um. Then why is she so damn introspective? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, oh god, I built a robot with self-awareness. What have I done? <laughs> Oh, no. But only selective Um, (laughs) self-awareness. And then she gives... She hands Lee a key. um, And then uh, she asks him if he would erase his memory, even if it meant it was, like, changing who he was. And then he's just like, listen to me. Listen to me, girl. Uh, Contractors aren't human. They're monsters. They'll kill anybody. And I guess this is where we're supposed to be like, oh my god, he's different. Because he doesn't want to kill her. He's oh my god, I can fix him. <laughs> I can fix him. Uh, oh. <laughs> the Rise of Skywalker was so bad. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> hey, there's something worse than this show. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um anyway, so it's the next right. day and they're on a train and then they go to a locker, like a train locker, and they take a book out of it. And if this book has sensitive information in it, why are they keeping it in a train locker? They gotta find the baby's parent no, wrong movie, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um and Jean and his boys followed them. So they have to run away again, but they just follow them. Um, and then they're walking down the street and Lee like leans down to Chiaki and says, try to forget. And then she collapses and he runs off and then Jean and the boys run after him. Um, and then we see the, the woman police officer, the chief, the chief, she, um, she gets a call about that happening. Mm -hmm. Um, and then they also say that BK201 is showing activity. Again, Ooh. we have no idea what that means. Um, and then she gets another call that they've ID'd Chiaki's body in a river. And then that Chiaki wakes up. The other one. So at this point, I was like, what the heck? What? What? Who's the real Chiaki? A twist. I thought that she, I thought that the real Chiaki, I don't know. I thought that she died, and then, like, this one was going to wake up, like, as a contractor, and that's how you get powers. I have no idea. Yeah. No. Um, which is kind of like a book that I read called Vicious. It's a really good book. This isn't a book podcast. This is an anime podcast. If you have a really (laughs) close-to-death experience, you get superpowers. Oh. It's a really good book. Highly recommend. Anyway. um, Back to this bullshit. 
Back to this. Back on this bullshit. I'm sorry, Brendan. Um, are you giving someone shit for going on a tangent? <laughs> hey. I'm just trying to bring any joy into this that I can. Um, so she, yeah, she wakes up and she's like surrounded by people and the police and she's like, ah! and then she runs away. Wait, she grabs um, one of the cops' guns too. Yeah, and she, like shoots nobody somehow. In, like the slowest sequence of like... Hey, lady, uh, need a help? She collapses and, like, hugs this cop for, like, five seconds and then just stands up with a gun and no one says anything and she just runs away. This is a bad cop. Bad cop. Um, uh, okay. So she, um, she runs away Mm -hmm. and then we see Lee running and he does this cool costume change where he puts on his jacket and like when the jacket is off him it's like green and then he puts it on and it's like a black trench coat yeah it's like a reversible Um, jacket sick superpowers Um, (laughs) that's his costume and then he he opens the book and there's nothing in it (gasps) not he and then uh, the the secret was in your heart the whole time (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, se- the secret was the friendship we made along the way. <laughs> um, and then John catches up with him, and he's like, I know you're the one that killed my friend Louie. Louie. And then Chiaki gets there, and she's upset about it. And he's like, but I told you, contractors are liars and monsters, baby. I'm no different. <laughs> I want hey, you. I'm playing the game, I told toots. you. <laughs> That's just who I am. It's all uh, part of this wacky business we call Hollywood. <laughs> and then and then Jean goes to shoot Chiaki, but then Lee gets in front of her for some reason, completely unclear to me, because it's like, you obviously didn't care about her this whole time. Didn't so he, why though? are you doing this now? Much didn't like in he? Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Spoilers. <laughs> also... I hate it. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, he gets shot, uh, and then John is like, "Bitch, you just you just got shot for a doll. This is just a doll. We put Chiaki's memories in. It's just a uh, doll, toots." <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, uh, "But she did her job. She brought you to us." And then he's like, face down on the ground. And then one of the guys comes up and shoots him in the back a bunch. Um, and they're like, oh, we thought this would be much harder. Thought he would put up more of a fight. And then a voice happens. Voice, <laughs> Just whatever. appears. They hear a voice. And he's like, aha, he will. And then they turn and it's a talking cat. A talking cat? This show's got Fuck it all. this. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? And he's like. It's, you didn't we earn a talking cat, this show. <laughs> you didn't put in the hours. Because I don't give a shit. You didn't what earn a talking Coraline? cat. <laughs> is it Sailor Moon? It's Sailor Moon. We got Tuxedo Mask. We got the talking cat. We got oh, unexplicable wow. powers. Marshall um, is walking out of the room because even he knows that this cat was not justified. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Marshall. I mean, like, I could explain the cat if we want. But no, it I don't want to know. Okay. Um, uh, I kind of do. <laughs> he was a um, he was a contractor that could possess animals' bodies, and then when he was possessing a cat, they killed his real body. Oh, <laughs> does it make it worse? That's not as fun. <laughs> it's just a talking cat. <laughs> just oh, a God real talking animorphs rules. <laughs> <laughs> Tobias the Hawk. But anyway, Cat Cat tells them that the jacket's bulletproof. Mm-hmm. 
So he gets up. He's up and fighting. He kills a guy. They use their powers to fight. Lee uses chi. Lee uses a Chiaki doll as a human shield, even though he just tried to protect her. No, no, he doesn't. He. So John, what's his name? Blondie. John. His power is to like teleport stuff. It's like to swap places with stuff. So he was targeting Lee. He was gonna rip out his heart, and Tiaki dives in front of him. So Lee doesn't Chiaki. do it, Tiaki does it herself. Well, that is also unclear, because it seems... At this point, I'm just like, she. well, she's a husk now. She don't got feelings no more. Doesn't she? I don't care! Can <laughs> we get to the end of this episode? None of the... Like, this whole fight sequence might as well be, like, the Anchorman fight sequence, where it's just nothing matters, everything's just coming out of the blue. It's garbage. <laughs> It's important to know that John rips off her titty. <laughs> that is a thing that happens. Um, I guess so. And then uh, John just turns into water and leaves. And then the guy with the hat shows up out of nowhere. And then he's like, ah, the thing has been acquired by another team. You should have killed Chiaki when you had the chance. She's just a doll. And then and then Lee is like, she's not a doll. She's the love of my life. <laughs> no, he's not. But he's he says he gets like huffy because he's like, Well then I'm just a doll, aren't I? And then the guy's kinda like, Yeah, yeah. you idiot. <laughs> yes. The guy's always doing it for some doll. Guys <laughs> <laughs> doll. I'm a mission doll. Is that what she says? Uh. Anyway. Um uh and then the cat um yeah. what? why did i say this i put cat says that they should finish the job doll girl locates jean so the girl yeah okay the so white, they're trying to the get rid of jean girl. yeah so she she finds jean he comes out of a river and he like starts to do the pebble stuff and then lee finds him and then the cops come and see when i thought that the contract things were relevant i was like is a demon going to come kill him or something because he didn't do his contract thing so there are no stakes for whether or not they actually have to do the thing that can like they're compelled to do i mean they're compelled to do it that's that's the stake Ugh. Yeah. um and then there's like some i don't know i watched this one dubbed i don't know if the same song plays at the end uh, but there's just, like, some music playing with, like, some words. It's just, like, a weird, like, slow pop song. It's, like, the end of, like, an NBC drama show. <laughs> yeah, no, I have the same You're in the scrubs. <laughs> and then, and then Lee is at home, and then the police come, and they're like, hey, do you know your neighbor? And he was like, what? Me? No. Never Me, mattered. the new guy? Oh, shucks, no. I came straight from Nebraska. um and then the chief asks for his id and he shows her and then they turn to leave and he closes the door and then she looks back (gasps) because she gets uh, she knows something something's up with that and that's the end of episode two and i'm erasing that note from my (laughs) ipad forever I mean, good, because in uh, we jump to episode five, and you know all the painstaking detail we just went into on that uh, those last two episodes? Well, fucking throw it all out the window, because we're going to introduce new characters today. I'm going to be completely real with you guys. I, like, slept so- through this one. <laughs> I have no idea what I, happened in this my episode. My job's over. I'm out. <laughs> God, I... 
I downloaded Disco Elysium and I was so ready to start playing it, but I was like, no, <laughs> for the <laughs> art of the craft, for the craft, for the pod. You made this. Do it for the pod. You made you made this a possibility, Dugan. I know you remind me every time. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I'm gonna blaze through this because who fucking cares? <laughs> um, we got, uh, there's a, a shady backroom cafe business meeting between, uh, a previously unseen, like, mob boss and a just now being introduced British w- wisecracker guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, sure. He goes on to a very Tarantino-esque, like, anti-smoking PSA, because one of the thugs tries to light up a cigarette, uh, and he uh, he hands the mob boss a, a briefcase full of cash, being like, ah, so now you'll have to give us the location of uh, this, this vague thing, this MacGuffin I'm not going to talk about. <laughs> um, Love the accent work. I watched this one in <laughs> Japanese again. I can't believe they gave this man a British accent. Oh, he's very British. Oh, yeah, it is fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's better than a lot of the accents we've seen in anime. Yes. Um, so uh, the mob boss is like, uh, oh, you're giving me this much money and you're going to give me two more briefcases after. It, this thing is really that valuable, huh? Well, the deal's off because I'm uh, going to take it for myself. I'm keeping this money. Ha ha ha. Ha ha. Uh, so, of course, this uh, British man, uh, they call him just Smith. He gets several names of fucking course. <laughs> I'm just going to call him Smith, because fuck you. Just pick one and stick uh, <laughs> So, uh, Smith, uh, surprise, is a contractor that can freeze people and things and stuff. So, uh, he freezes the thugs and, like, uh, has them rip their arms off and all that stuff. And the mob bus runs out. Uh, trying to uh, escape across a bridge, uh, but we see uh, two more contractors. Uh, one who is definitely, definitely, definitely not Storm from X Men. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Uh, yeah. So, uh, definitely not Storm. Uh, summons like a rainstorm above him, and just like drenches him with water. And, uh, uh, using this, Smith uh, freezes him in place, and he's like, ah, so give me the location or I'll kill you. And the mob boss is like, ah, don't hurt me, please, I'm just a wee baby boy. (laughs) I'm just a baby. (laughs) Uh, so, uh, here's the location, go to this place, just don't hurt me. Uh, so of course they still freeze him to death after that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Classic. mm Mm-hmm. And they go to a hotel uh, where they find this thing, which is a girl. (gasps) And this is Havoc, uh, another contractor. And this, uh, we are introduced, the actual names, uh, definitely uh, legally dissimilar Storm is named April. (laughs) Uh, April showers, get it? Fucking get it? Do you fucking get it? And... um, And uh, there's just this very dapper Angus McDonald kid that is uh, named July, (laughs) and they're all with MI6. The British guy's codename's November 11th. Fucking November 11th. (laughs) Do you you get that they're British yet? No. Do you get it? 
Do uh hey, uh real quick, stop the podcast. Right. Do you get it? No. See, I didn't because I was very tired and also <laughs> watching the subs. <laughs> watching the subs. Also, the uh, British guy, his contract price is he has to smoke a cigarette and hates it. That's why he was going yeah. on the r- spiel earlier. That's a good while, one. While Storm just cracks open a cold one with the boys and enjoys her yeah. life. That's <laughs> with good the literal comedy, boy, the, this child. Yeah. <laughs> Did you want to sip, child? No, you, I can't. You things- Suit yourself. <laughs> Fine, you uh. can be a little narc. <laughs> Oh, and of course they had to have a Guinness, which isn't even a British beer, but sure, fine, <laughs> sure. fucking go off, I guess. Um, I like at so, one point, he's like smoking, he's like, we all have to pay our price. She's like, I don't know what you're bitching about, I love this. And she's like, got like a whole six pack cracked open. He's <laughs> like, I'm gonna just finish all of these. I only need to take a I, sip, yeah. I'm just gonna chug this shit. I'm, a, I'm enjoying life. <laughs> My contract is I just need to crack open a cold one. I don't, I don't need it. to drink it. But <laughs> I I don't like to be wasteful. But I ain't a pussy. <laughs> I'm killing this. Uh so um the apparently these contractors hand over Havoc to the cops. Mm-hmm. Uh and the cops are going over Havoc's file and info dump saying she's like the deadliest contractor. Uh, in the South American Heaven's Gate Wars, still, uh, not comfy with that title, but sure. Um, uh, HG. but, uh, she's, yeah, HG. Uh, no, that still works for Hell's Gate, damn it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, uh, God's Door. Gosh, sure. <laughs> there we go. Um, so they get to, uh, uh, she's becoming a lab rat, uh, so they can just experiment and figure out what's up with the contractors. She's apparently worked for the CIA uh, at God's door and is now going to fight Hell's Gate. <laughs> um, so Satan's we, patio. Yeah, Satan's patio. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they meet... Uh, Smith and the gang meet uh, the uh, lady cop who I just learned her name was uh, Kirihara. Oh. Um, uh, Sure, fucking lady cop. That's chief. That's fine. Whatever. It doesn't matter. And questions why they handed over Havoc because everyone wants this high value target. And they mention just vague laws fucking sure all right right. if you don't want to explain something that's fine shrouded in mystery Um, yeah and and they helicoptered uh havoc away but uh the oh no another helicopter is gonna intercept it's the cia they're gonna try to steal havoc we see none of this (laughs) Um, off camera you can believe me though it's definitely happening yeah, they're driving away, and they're talking about this over phone calls because apparently they couldn't animate more helicopter shots. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, surprise, it was actually a bait-and-switch, and, switch and uh, Smith put Havoc in their trunk. But, but oh no, we were monitoring her the whole time. Well, uh, fuck you, we needed this for plot. Ah-ha-ha. Uh, Not the whole um, time. Yeah. So, uh, they actually have havoc so everything is fine they drive away um and uh the cars get intercepted uh by uh uh lee in black reaper form what no um, it's totally not him what, what? oh no. no it's uh-huh. um but he's uh 
splits them off as a classic Japanese anime stuff. A train goes by, splitting the party, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, the one with Havoc gets uh, attacked, and they fight, sure, uh, and they end up stealing Havoc. Um so uh, the cops are back at the office being like, oh, we failed our supreme leader. Uh, if I'm the chief, I don't know who I'm reporting to. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, the uh, the head honcho is like, okay, well, uh, you're working under Pandora control until uh, you can retrieve Havoc. Uh, uh, jargon. Um, and they're all... Uh, mopey sitting around because they failed and they're like oh this is a uh, it uh, couldn't be the cia because they don't want an international incident and blah 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 let's introduce international politics into this because <laughs> um, uh, we need this to be even simpler um <laughs> and then the the kid his uh uh deus ex machina uh powers kick in and he just magically knows where to go because he just ch- ch- chants about, like, a, a theater or something. He's a and doll, like, and his specters can see through glass. Uh, sure. Yeah. Cool. Not explained. No. Great. And then we see uh, uh, Reaper has Havoc, and he's like, where's my sister? Introducing yet another thing, and my last note is uh, triple underlined, fuck this shit. <laughs> Cool. That's 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 episode five. Right. <laughs> do Great. you guys have any questions I could enlighten you about? No, why that's okay. Do you, why have you forsaken us? Ah, <laughs> I, <don't know>, I <laughs> like it. <laughs> I don't. I have my question. Right. Or not my question, but my realization to think about this and also do rah rah rah. You just right. like some convoluted bullshit. I like it's just what you just, like in an anime. I don't like being spoon-fed all of the story all at once. I like a slow burn over the course of five episodes. No, yeah, this is like a genuine question. Do you just have like the trust that by the end of the series you will get all the answers? Or uh, are you just on board for the ride? And if just uh, certain things are left unanswered, you're happy with it. Or uh, if not, that's fine. Uh, what... What uh what's your thought process going into these like heavily uh convoluted shows? Real talk? I got a lot of free time and not a lot of <laughs> hobbies. So anything that kills the monotony of life, I'm going for it. Uh All no, right, fair I'll, enough. I'll watch like three episodes of a show and if uh, if I like it for any reason, I'll keep watching it. So some of them are just I like the animation style, but I don't like the story, I'll keep watching it. And this one I was like, I like superpowers and bullshit. I'm on board for the show. <laughs> mm. All right, fair enough. You can just, I broke this up because, like, like I said, the t- the first like two episodes, like one and two are like a little mini story. Three and four are a little mini story. Five and six and like se- uh, seven and eight are all like little mini stories. So it's hard to get what the through line is with this whole show until like episode ten. So. See, and I'm just not about that kind of thing. Like whenever people talk about how much they like near near automata. Yeah. I'm always, and they're like, oh, just wait till you get to the fourth ending, the fifth ending. Yeah. Those are the ones that get you. And it's like, I would never. <laughs> yeah. There's I definitely stuff not. That, re- that requires the time investment. And it's like, but then I also make the argument with a lot of other stuff like Supernatural. Where it's like, once you get to season three, it's really good. And it's like, that's not fandom. That's Stockholm Syndrome. 
And like, I, it could also apply to this, but at a much smaller time frame. But yeah, mm. if you're not if you're not hooked by episode one with all the bullshit, you're not going to enjoy the rest of the show. So, mm. like, I I can enjoy stuff like this where uh, there is like a a big thing at the end that pulls it all together. But like, I need those little clues, those little like uh, hints of like, hey, l- trust us, trust us, we're setting something up, like. Uh, 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 without spoiling things like The Good Place, where uh, mm. like you have to get through the whole first season to get what's going on, but it's an enjoyable ride up until that point, and it's uh, sort of telegraphed through that uh, point. So you can go back and rewatch it and go, oh, okay, this is clear now that I know what's going on. Well, I also think, I mean, what this is going to come down to right. is... Like what we like to be entertained by, because Dugan and yeah. I are the same in that, like we like something like The Good Place, where there is a payoff after thirteen episodes, but it's like fun. It's fun to watch. Well, yeah, you do, but it's like uh, I don't want to say fun to watch. It's more fun like, for us to watch like, than something like this, where it's just like a like lot of the information. Ride is as enjoyable as the destination. I I don't agree with that, but I would also agree for me. Darker than black is also enjoyable on the ride. Well, that yeah, that's what I'm trying to say is that we yeah, enjoy different it's just personal. rides, I guess. Because yeah. this, this wasn't fun in... for me. But hey, <laughs> yeah. if it was fun for you, I don't like roller coasters, but other yeah. people do. <laughs> and I would say, uh, like Durara, there was stuff tying together. I will admit it is subtle. And if you're watching for the first time, you could easily overlook the stuff. But like with uh, Takia, where she's a doll and she's like, I feel like I spent my whole life in this apartment. It's because she has. She doesn't have memories of before then. And, like, the memories of her parents are just implanted memories. Like, they're not... Those aren't really hers. And the real Takia was the one dead in the river. That wasn't her name, but okay. I don't remember what it is, and it doesn't matter. She's dead. That's true. (laughs) But, like, so it's stuff like that where, like, it does tie together, but, like, I I won't deny it does take a good amount of effort and, like... You know, either context clues or, like, retroactive clues where you get to episode 7 and you're like, oh, that's what they're talking about in episode 2. Like, yeah, so there is a lot of that. I won't deny that. And if if that's not enjoyable for some people, this is definitely not your show. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the biggest thing is a lot of this stuff felt like it was coming out of the blue. Because, mm-hmm. like, episode 2, we just get a talking cat. <laughs> like, unexplained, unannounced, not addressed at all. You're just like, hey, it sort of needs you to realize this is anime mm-hmm. which for me takes me out of it a little bit then why are you making anime <laughs> no i'm i'm saying like uh like the idea of like hey uh this is just this type of show just just go fucking with go with it just have rather trust. than like hey this has a narrative purpose this is gonna actually do something rather than have a a character we see in two scenes that is inexplicably a talking cat I mean, like, it does have narrative purposes, and it does pay off later, but we only watch three episodes of a show, so it's like, everything's not going to pay off within the first three episodes We can't episodes do this show. again. We can't. Yeah, we have it's the, the same, same fight every time we watch <laughs> convoluted stuff. I don't want to uh, hear this again. <laughs> yeah. It's this just has happened once before, and I'm not about it. <laughs> okay. So, because uh, Brendan will not convince us to like it, but he likes it, and that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's his thing and it's not our thing and that's what it comes down to and Brendan you have to know that every time we watch something like this this is what's gonna happen 
If this Dugan is your me, price to pay. If Dugan asks me questions, I'll just answer them. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do we have going on next week? If Let someone says you. another uh, convoluted cop drama, I'm throwing myself out a window. Oh, psychopaths, uh, it is. <laughs> well, <laughs> so our... Nine. <laughs> <laughs> our, um, our next episode, I'm considering it the Valentine's Day episode. Ooh. Ooh. So I have chosen... <laughs> A show that I have heard is good, and I lo- know nothing else. Well, I know the plot a little bit. Um, I know the idea of the plot, but all mm. I've heard is that it's good, and it is uh, Kaguya-sama: Love Is War. Oh yeah, mm. I have heard a lot about this. Yeah, and we're just gonna watch the first three episodes because I don't know. <laughs> we have no other context. <laughs> but sure. I know it's not a convoluted cop drama, so we're good on that front. Oh, thank God. <laughs> it's a convoluted love drama. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> uh, if there's a show you would like us to watch, you can send recommendations to us at our uh, email, arewebthereyet at gmail.com, or reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram at arewebthereyet. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan. You can find me on Instagram at Queen Period Weeaboo and on Twitter at Queen underscore Weeaboo and Queen underscore Weeaboo Art. You can find me on Twitter at ABTS Brendan. It stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game podcast that's much less convoluted. Thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork and thank you to Louis Zong for our theme song Stories Off the Album Beats. You can find all of Louis' music at louiszong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. I have nothing to say. Don't sign contracts before you read them. <laughs> <laughs>